0: Listen, hello, this is coming in live, and by live I mean recorded before the theme tune. Special time talks. Hi there, hello. We have a different theme tune. Mm. We've changed our theme tune. It's been a hundred and something episodes, 112 or what have you, and we finally, one, decided we can't use that crappy theme tune. Ah, crappy's a strong word. Oh, that's a little harsh, but yeah. Daft theme tune, even though it was free, technically. Uh, And also, we met a musician. (laughs) <laughs> so thank you very much to Nick Seedman who who we commissioned to do us the new theme tune we're going to play it now I hope you like it I think it's really good I
1: like it certainly and if you don't well don't tell me <laughs>
0: Hello and welcome to episode 100 and something of Heart E-Dice Friends. My name is Grant Howitt, this is Christopher Taylor, and we're here to sort of faff about we're all playing games for a little bit. He's right nice. Hello. Hello. Hello there. We missed a week. We did. Chris was ill?
1: Substantially. Substantially ill.
0: Yeah, Chris had a horrible non-voice which had replaced the normal voice, the normal deep sonorous timbre in his throat. Yes, it
1: was. It was a vile time, and I couldn't talk through a convention, which is not optimum.
0: No, yeah, we also did UK Games Expo. Yep, uh, which was which was fairly exhausting. It was fun though, as ever. We uh, saw some lovely people. Saw some lovely people. It's always nice, like like people that come up to the stall and say, "Oh, I'm playing a campaign of Spire." I'd be like, "What? I wrote that? (laughs) That's (laughs) me. I did." Hello, how are you doing? So that was exciting. We met met some nice people. We I did I I played Dungeons and Dragons. This 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 new indie game I've heard a lot you about. You
1: did, yes. You have experienced that.
0: I went to Indie Games on Demand and played. Apparently, it's the fifth edition, so it's quite popular. Oh, yeah.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: Not really indie, in <laughs> retrospect. No, now I think about it.
1: Well, I think it's just games on demand, not indie games on demand. Ah,
0: uh, right. Okay. Cool. Well, we had fun. We Good. played some. Uh, I, I I I played a game. We sold a lot of books. And made some money and spent quite a lot of the money in the Hilton Metropole Bar. Yes. On an overpriced slow beer. Mmm. Mm. So no expensive.
1: Mm. So late.
0: Yes. Uh, but we're here now. Chris is, I, I, you know, I hesitate to use the word healthy, but present.
1: Yep, I'm definitely here and you can hopefully understand my words.
0: I'm less tired than I was. That's good. Which, which is easy. Because I don't, I, don't I, I don't think I could be more tired than I was. And uh, we're here. We're going to fuff about role-playing games. We're going to do it. We're going to answer some questions. We're going to make some role-playing games in the second half. And yeah, let's make it happen. Chris, let's go. Would you like a question? Sorry, you were not very Chris. high.
1: I was I was trying to keep that energy, but I just can't go that high. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have that yeah, register. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, please, give me a question and I'll do my best to answer it. Um, I'm a big brain this is
1: this, this is a question by Proxy, which I'm quite okay. excited about. Will's friend Osper, which is just a wonderful name, you wow. got any advice for noticing bad RPG games when reading rules, gu- guides, et cetera?
0: Well, Osper, great name. Mm. Isn't he in Les Mis? Possibly,
1: actually. At um, which point, this is fi- this is a fictional character and Will's lying to us.
0: It's, well, it's a fictional character who's broken out and wants to play some role-playing games. Oh, fair then. I've, se- I've seen is and anything to-, anything to perk that up. Yeah, I quite enjoy so, the
1: textuality. Mm-hmm.
0: So, this is a bit of a tricky one because I, you know, we try and keep it posy on this show. We, we try and be nice, try and be friendly, and this is going to involve us just sort of dicking on some stuff. But you don't
1: have to mention names. You can explain why things are bad without mm, going, that's true. This is Invisible Sun. I mean,
0: uh, oh shit. Um, <laughs> this is Visible Moon. Clever. What if we made our next game Visible Moon? <laughs>
1: Judge, double.
0: It's, it's, it's an ARG rabbit hole From which there is no escape
1: <laughs> but, look, See, you, you were talking about being positive And you've gone down the bad place
0: Hear me out here All we do, because it's Visible Moon we, The trick is It's just Dungeons & Dragons forfeit Because all the books are much cheaper <laughs> Either
1: that, or it's a £600 Buy-in And mm-hmm. it's a coupon mm-hmm. Inside a really complicated box For a copy of yeah. Invisible Sun I love it. So we just make 300 quid off the top of it. Ingenious.
0: And then, and then before, by the time anyone finds out, we are sitting on the beach, making 20% off the investments. Exactly. Sipping pina coladas.
1: Dancing in you the wa- rain.
0: You watch yourself, Montgomery. We're
1: fucking coming for you. <laughs> we're going to sell your game back to you.
0: You can find a bad game if it has too many skills. Too many skills? I'm going to say, the more skills... A game has, and the more derived stats, the worse it is. The worse it is. All right, now. All right, I'm going to argue against those
1: derived stats, but generally, you are right about the skills.
0: Because BRP.
1: Well, no, a lot of derived skills can be actually fairly interesting. Go on. Because it's an average, essentially, of two skills giving you something. Mm-hmm. So if you put yourself into like high constitution and low strength,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's going to average out. And I forgot my point. <laughs> I completely forgot it, my point.
0: It lets you access a, a an average stat. Yeah, it, it 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 brings up the other side. It of smooths the
1: out curves and stuff. I, I can't yeah. remember what is game that, I'm talking about now.
0: It's that useful, perhaps rather than interesting.
1: I guess, but it doesn't mean it's bad.
0: No, okay. So how would you spot a bad game then?
1: Um, so the easiest way to, to spot a bad game for me is if you can't work out what you're supposed to do. Hmm. Like if it, 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 You have to ignore the setting, just look at the mechanics, mm-hmm. and if you can't go, this game is trying to get me to X, mm-hmm. then it's automatically I don't get why that game exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, all games should be leading you toward something. I mean... It, that can be something in-world, like this is all very, very focused on navigating labyrinths. So this, mm-hmm. is, a, this is a dungeon crawl game, and everybody is very organized on that fact. Yes. Or it can be very meta, like, um, for instance, Spire, which is very much, I wish to take control of this scene. Mm-hmm. I, want to, I want to make something now, mm-hmm. is the kind of mechanical thrust of that game. So if you can't tell with a cursory reading what the game wants you to do, that's already a big sign.
0: Here's a trick. Here's a little trick for you. This is going to save you some time. Break out the character sheet for the game. Mm-hmm. Take a look at it. For every word you don't understand, add five points. And if you get 25 points or more, don't play the game. Yeah. If now,
1: if at any point you're looking at that character sheet and you go, really? It's got it? Just put it away.
0: Yeah is a stat?
1: Yeah, fuck off.
0: Puissance is a stat. <laughs> and now, strength. <laughs> Fortitude and resilience. <laughs> now, this will preclude you from playing Burning Wheel.
1: Mm. Hmm.
0: Not now, I, I'm not saying Burning Wheel is a bad game. No. I'm saying that I'm not interested in playing it.
1: I'm saying that they made good games out of Burning Wheel. Wow. I'm not saying it's not saying Burning Wheel is bad. I'm saying that they have made good games out of Burning Wheel.
0: I don't think any game needs three kinds of willpower, Chris. Or is it three kinds of XP? Anyway, it doesn't need.
1: Crucially, it. I'm very much stating that I'm not shitting on Burning Wheel. I'm saying Excellent.
0: Torchbearer is good. Yes, because the man who wrote Burning Wheel, I believe, runs Kickstarter. Oh, so he has all the money. <laughs> he runs the gaming. That's Luke Crane, yeah. Yeah. We met him. Oh. Yeah, it no. was nice. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> could have been anyone.
1: So,
0: so yeah, um the if you if you if you if it's full of jargon which you don't understand and it's not like, oh, sexy jargon like in say um Apocalypse World where it's like, oh, my HX score is 3. What's HX? I don't understand. If it's using lots of long words, get the Jeff out of there. Yeah. I think that's one what of the things
1: it? actually that turned me off power by the Apocalypse because I looked I think I looked at a playbook first, mm-hmm. and it said hold one plus one forward. And I'm like, oh, cool. I don't care.
0: Interesting enough, that was a deliberate um, that was a deliberate choice on D. Vincent Baker's part. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what he wanted, so this and this this is something he said. This is something he said uh, retroactively after designing Apocalypse World, and we're kind of getting a little bit off topic here. But it's fine perhaps, we'll come back. Yeah, um, he wanted his game to be. Discussed and to be interesting so what he did was make certain um make certain phrases inscrutable to someone who didn't know the game but make them crucial to the game and therefore people would say oh you just got to get hx3 or yeah or you've got to hold one um in in forum chats and so there would be an in group and an out group Right, and so the in group would understand what they were talking about, which meant that you had to sort of do the work to get into the in group, and then you were invested in the game.
1: Okay, that's fairly clever.
0: Yeah, it was fairly clever, I and mean, it feels um, honestly cynical. It feels very cynical. Yeah, D. Vincent, because when I when I sit down to write a game, I just I I I am pure of heart, and I think <laughs> what animal goal. will do what crime this time? Yeah. So no, um, I think that there is a, there is a there's, there's definitely a strength to having inscrutable things on the sheet, and there's definitely, like, you can, like, you can come up with new words which, which people don't understand, etc., but I think if you're using very long words, or if you're using inscrutable words on your character sheet just because they sound fancy and because you don't want to write strength, that's a bad game.
1: Oh, here's, here's an easy one. Mm-hmm. If you look through, if you sort of flick through the classes... And you eat. You may eat. And you say one of the two things, either hot, or, <laughs> or. Uh, I guess I'll play that one. Yeah. No.
0: No. 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 No.
1: <laughs> it might not be a bad. It might not be explicitly a bad game, but that game is not for you.
0: Now, I'm also going to say, the more subsystems a game has, the worse it can be.
1: So this is this is like a remote control car to me. My father, now, <laughs> go on. now bear with me on this one <laughs> because we're going to go down memory lane here. Because I always wanted a remote control car, and I, I wanted one too. of those cool ones that could go upside down.
0: The jackknife.
1: You know, they, they could go upside yeah. down. You run them into all all sorts of stuff, and my yeah. father refused. Fair. My father bought me a piece of shit. Well, it was a trash. Yeah. It was a trash remote control car. It could turn left.
0: Was it one of those charging? No,
1: it was a bigger one than that, but it could only turn left. <laughs> and and his reasoning for this is something don't, that don't need right, something that's bizarrely stuck with me and has been fairly useful. Which is, the, I don't know why, I don't know why I want to do it in this accent, but I will. Which okay. is just, more bits that
0: move, more bits can break. Yes. Your father, an intensely Southern yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Just
1: an intensely middle-class Southern man, yeah. Went to Kent yes. University.
0: No, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Uh, the more bits that move, the more bits that break. Yep. So, like, you, you know, if, if it could never turn right, then it can never stop turning Exactly, right.
1: yeah. Um, my father, very much the dam- damage management end of my family. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't have it. Why? Then it can't break. Fair. Fair. Throw away yeah. all the money. Why? They will never be poor.
0: <laughs> I don't, I've already started burning <laughs> the pounds. I'm an
1: idiot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so the more the more different parts you've got, the more different parts you've got to learn, the more parts you can get wrong, the more parts you don't have the uh, the game experience which the designer was going for.
1: Yeah, and things like, does it suddenly switch dice yeah. on you? Like I mean, I know I know you don't like BRP, but at least at least it always just is roll under this number, please.
0: Yeah, it always it always uses the same thing. There's very few subsystems.
1: Yeah, and then it never just goes right now two d six and we'll see where we're going.
0: Whereas let's look at something like Dark Heresy. It's just I'm just looking, at, looking on my shelf. Yeah. Games. Now I love the Sega Dark Heresy, and I have a certain fondness for the system sure. in the way I might I might have a certain fondness for a dog that shat itself. <laughs> but it has. It has the, the it uses functionally BRP. Mm. Mm-hmm. You roll you roll under your you roll under your stat, and if you have the sorry if you don't have the skill you roll under half your stat, which is rated out of a hundred. Mm-hmm. Or in dark character terms, generally rated out of about seven, <laughs> you know, because they don't want you to succeed. And they've got different rules for psychic powers. Mm-hmm. They've got different rules for vehicles. They've got different rules for uh, as Joseph said, the psychic powers get their own chapter, and you never interact with rolling under a with rolling under a stat. You simply roll um you roll dice equal to the tens of your stat and count those which show more than 9 fuck off the the uh, there there is there is a whole subsystem devoted to how visible your group is what there is a different there is an entirely different system for how successful and how much money you have and these are all different systems which the gm is supposed to understand and like dark heresy is not functionally a bad game there's just too much of it
1: yeah and it doesn't, it doesn't gel. Like all the bits kind of work.
0: Yeah, but I don't want, the, you... I don't want to
1: have to reach into a, into a bag and pull out a system. You know.
0: Yeah. It's it's so yes, I think what we're getting to is a good game is 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 understandable on first pass if you are literate, readable, the, with the, with the interesting,
1: genre. and does what you want it to do. Yeah. That, that's that's <laughs> literally it. Like if it as, if it deviates got... from those, it is not for you. Doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad game. Yeah. But that's not how you're wired.
0: Has you got fun pictures in? Good games have pictures in.
1: Good well, not all good games.
0: Yeah, all good games have pictures. Ah,
1: oh, a lot of your one pagers don't have pictures.
0: One one pager doesn't have pictures in.
1: That's true. And it's not fun.
0: And and you're only bloody complaining about that because you ought to make a cover for drive thru. It is, yeah, I hate it. <laughs> I'm, so I'm gonna ask you a question. Do it. Chaos Avocado asks. What do you do if you're in a table where you are not the GM's favourite but can't leave?
1: Now, hmm. is this is this said like, um, like 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 a mother would say it in a sort of oh oh I'm not their favourite, or okay. is it just that like well that's their favourite I'm the second favourite and this is the third favourite and are you just being a bit you know? You know. I,
0: I think I think you can choose to answer it how you like. I think that it was meant in the sort of, oh, I'm not the GM's favourite player. Okay. I can't really. Say it, if it's but, like, I'm the second favourite, like, no, look at me. But I'm much more into answering <laughs> it as how do you become the GM's favourite player well, I, and win Dungeons and Dragons? I think the key is to throw a paddy.
1: Mm. Um, We're talking. A
0: real uh, scranny. Mm,
1: I want you to lie on your belly on the table and bang your hands and feet against
0: it. It really. So. Two things that will help with this: one, miniatures and dice. It helps. It helps if you're using a battle map. The, yeah,
1: essentially the game needs to jump up and down with your with how upset you are.
0: Two, sturdy table. B.
1: Yes, that is. You key. don't want to
0: break the table because that means the game's over.
1: Yes, you you can't win a game that doesn't exist. No. You got to make it a game and then break it. <laughs> Trust so, me, I take, win a lot.
0: Take that, people who wrote that zero player RPG. Yeah, another game. <laughs> Um, <laughs> is is a game. Um, is a game. That's why it's
1: up. No. Mm-hmm. No.
0: You also like what the other thing you're going to do is like. So a lot of uh, a lot of DMs. Um, well, some DMs when the when you're not playing like uptime. On the, on, on the game there'll be things that will do down times you can message me about things your characters are doing like you might you might do like email or private messaging on Facebook or Discord or whatever just sort of chat about what your characters are doing in between sessions yeah use this time to bad mouth the other players oh
1: really just just drive them into the dirt and we are talking like potential legal problems
0: yeah, yeah. now listen, listen Chris goes for a much stronger option I'm going for something slightly more insidious
1: well I mean you got to ramp up you don't just go straight in with like well he is committing tax fraud.
0: Yeah. Mm. No, mm. you've got to start I'm, small,
1: like a Snickers not, from the shop.
0: I'm not saying he's killing dogs, but there's a lot of dog corpses in the boot of his car. Yeah. Things like message the GM and go, oh, God, what, about, what about Steve in that last game, eh? That was crazy. Like, I really like having him around, but it's, it's really difficult sometimes, isn't it? And what you need to do is make the GM believe it was their idea. Oh, yeah. That, that's key. Mm-hmm. Um, especially um,
1: if you can get them to yell at Steve.
0: Yeah. Now gifts and the like—that's that's that's not going to work. That's no. too obvious. Don't just buy the GM gifts. That's not. You need to stroke the GM's ego and possibly genitals. But firstly, ego.
1: <laughs> yeah. Really, really work up slow to the genitals. <laughs> <laughs> um, do not go in strong and hard there unless there has already been some back and forth.
0: Listen. Listen. If I've got a group of players and only one of them stroking my genitals, I know which is my favourite. That is
1: that is entirely fair. I'm I'm with you on all of this, but I just I'd like to say you don't just go at a con. Yeah. Don't just go right right to the crotch. <sighs> Sir. <laughs>
0: don't uh yeah, so I I do yeah, I do want to say. Like if you like Given, so speaking from personal experience, anyone who I'm currently in a romantic relationship with instantly becomes invisible the second they sit down at the at the, at the GM table. Yes. At the, at the gaming table. Yeah. I have no idea that they're even there. But from other GMs, they seem to really favour their romantic partners. They seem to really... Or, or people who they would like to become romantic partners with.
1: Yeah, that seems like it's a smart plan, honestly.
0: Yeah. So if Why you, have we,
1: we never done
0: that? <laughs> well, Chris, we're not blessed with um, we're, we're, not, we're not the handsomest boys. No. Um, we're not the most athletic boys definitely not. And most of the circ- most of the games we're in are run by straight-ish men fair. so we've got a bit of a challenge there, yeah. Uh, also we've been like we're nervous. <laughs> we're shy. I know. I know. I give it a lot of that. He said, opening and closing his hand. Obviously, give that's, that's it, the give gesture for that. that. Yeah, but um, I'm nervous. I'm shy. I'm not ready to just. I'm not not ready to suck off some guy behind the uh, behind the bike shed <laughs> behind the DM screen. <laughs> That'd be a big DM screen. <laughs> Point is, get off with the gym. Do it. Exciting right sexually. Yeah. Drive Don't it even to their house. Go around and stand outside. <laughs> Take off your clothes and stand on the lawn and yell.
1: Play this podcast over loudspeakers <laughs> so
0: they know what's happening. But just by this part. It's time for sex. Sex is happening. You and me right now. Give me all the hit points. <laughs> I wish to level up. I want a new spell from my patron. Do me so I can multi-class. So uh, should we answer the question properly?
1: I've forgotten it. I'll be honest with you.
0: Um, we're not taking it to the logic. So you don't need to become the GM's favorite. You just need to like get on with it. Yeah. So the GM doesn't really like you much, but you can't leave.
1: I don't get why you can't leave. Um, but I there's obviously some sort of chain. There's obviously yeah. There's obviously a situation where they can't leave.
0: Um, it's like social obligations, you know? Maybe yeah. like 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 your friends. Your friends have a friend, or like you can't like. I think you can leave any given situation. First off,
1: honestly. you literally can. It might be yeah. difficult, there might be problems, yeah. but you can. Yeah, and
0: um you can just talk to each other like grown-ups and say, hey, listen, I'm not having a great time in this game, nothing nothing against any of the players, although it is UGM, you, you little bastard, nothing against any of you. Oh, just straight um, lie. Yeah, oh my god, oh, I can't believe I forgot that. I'm, I'm so just sorry. Fucking lie. I mean, oh, sorry,
1: I've got something on Wednesdays now. Mm. Oh,
0: yeah, really sorry, oh... You, you you know what I'm just I'm um, I'm not feeling super well at the moment I've got to try and uh, cut back on the, on the social obligations I have Thanks very much for your time I'm gonna go because if the, if you're not their favourite they'll be happy to see you leave Yeah fuck them Yeah fuck them
1: Potentially to get a level up But tell t- tell them you're ill <laughs> Yeah I'm very sleepy Tell them you're very ill I mean I've never been sick a day in my life
0: <laughs> <laughs> is just a, a complex ruse is, you've been pulling off. It's an
1: extremely long-term ruse, yeah.
0: So, someone who didn't like asked you to play a game in 2003 and it's really got no It has it. backfired. <laughs> Take that, Phil.
1: <laughs> and, you know, the government you, who've paid me all that yeah. disability money and all that stuff. That is, yeah, that is very good. Yeah, that. that's a problem, that's a crime.
0: Can you ask me one more question, Christopher, I and then we can move on dearly to, the, love uh, to. to the exciting part of the podcast.
1: Sam asks, what's your favourite mechanical archetype to play, e.g. glass cannon, mobile assassin, healer, bruiser, etc., and what about it appeals to you?
0: I like Party Face slash Brawler. Yeah. Party Face is an excellent name for a character.
1: Yes. Or, oh, or party, party Face Brawler.
0: Hi hi I'm Potterface brawler and I'm the bartender around these pots
1: <laughs> Would you like to come to my Tupperware party? You can sell it yourself for a small buy-in
0: I I really like playing at Party Face because it means I get to uh, come up with schemes and talk to NPCs. My favourite bit about role-playing games is talking to NPCs. Sorry. My second favourite bit about role-playing games is talking to NPCs. My first favourite bit about role-playing games is doing big violence.
1: Or oh, sudden sudden big violence.
0: Sudden big violence. Sudden big effective violence that I can't last my way out of, which is why I like brawler rather than tank.
1: Yeah, there needs to be like no violence and then uh-huh. too much.
0: I I also I want to have the sort of violence which lets me look at the camera, do a little wink, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's I'm, key. I think I think I'm getting out of my leg breaking for, uh, phase now, or like or like arm breaking. I was I was I was like Steven Seagal for a while. I do like a good snap. I for for a long time I was very into hitting people's heads off tables.
1: My absolute favorite violent move is incredibly specific, mm-hmm. and that is hitting somebody with an old phone. Hmm. I love it. Like not the, not the handset, a, like a rotary like the, phone. Yeah, the, the base. Pick up like, the whole like, like, thing. The whole thing. Yeah, handset and base together, and smack somebody in the head with it. I don't know why, but I adore that piece of violence.
0: It sounds like it would make a great noise. It's,
1: you're gonna get you're gonna get the the, the 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 person hit noise. Yeah, you're gonna get the metal noise at the bottom of the phone, the mm-hmm. plastic noise at the top of the phone, and mm. the ring. Hmm stack that oh it's Mm. it's just so satisfying there's a couple of films where it happens and it's worth it's worth a YouTube
0: plus you get to say it's for you or something clever wait it's just
1: there's one line of town
0: the bell tolls for thee
1: 1471 motherfucker. you know whatever
0: (laughs) star 69 that shit was me
1: (laughs) leave me a message I'm not here
0: leave me a message after the bone that I broke in your face ha (laughs) ha ha okay that wasn't good I'm going to have to hit him again and say something better
1: 999 <laughs> nine, nine. ambulance please <laughs> <laughs> you, you could tell the voice the voice wasn't actually like fully repaired because it's starting to go
0: now mm, mm. should we, we make this a short one then Shall we um, actually what? wait hang on no answer, answer oh, I need to answer
1: my side of the question I like yeah. healers
0: you do like healers I love them topping from the bottom it's healers <laughs>
1: It's always been my way. Uh,
0: <laughs> Everyone will be precisely where I've told them to be. Yes,
1: but I won't be visibly leading.
0: Um, <laughs> I'm in charge, but not so much that I could get in trouble.
1: Exactly, C student. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, lo- I love healers. I love people who put people back together, who stop mm-hmm. other people from getting hurt. Yeah, um, not buffers either. you like healers. No, don't like buffers. I'm not going to shield somebody. Fuck that. <laughs> Now they need to get hurt, and I need to fix it so that I'm the hero. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got, you've got in the <laughs> kind of,
1: but in RPGs, but, you know,
0: yeah. Okay, I love that. It's, it's 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 a uh, like losing resource is a really big part of, of, of role playing games. Yes, it, whatever whatever resource you have. Uh, like the the core thing of your standard classic role playing game is you have resource and if you run out of resource you can't act or you can't act as effectively. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to keep the party in tip top fighting shape.
1: But also it's it's nice because like I don't get I don't get to play role playing games that often. No. Um, and when I do, it's nice to be able to go to still have uh, it feels like kind of still a DM role. Like no, in 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 a, in a weird way like. As a healer, what you're doing is you're spotlighting this person. Yeah, you get to pick who to spotlight, mm-hmm. which is kind of like what you do as a DM.
0: Yeah, um, yeah I, I will. I will say not completely selfless because your actual favorite kind of character is the martyr healer.
1: That's true. Which is all about me.
0: If you could get hurt somehow whilst healing oh. someone else, oh. oh, trust us at the that's floor the shit. of the speed
1: of sound. <laughs> Love
0: them. Yeah. So, basically, Chris it, Chris just wants to help people. Yeah. And, I just, and I just want to be important and hurt people.
1: <laughs> I just want to help people and get all the credit.
0: Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> Should we move on to the second part where we answer questions? Let's no, do where we, where we come up with the things.
1: Where we where we, where we make games out of
0: tweets yeah. and that. What's that? On the horizon? <laughs> Jingle! Did you ever want a game to but not enough to make it yourself Grant and Chris make games Teniel writes in Oh no, I actually had a brilliant idea for a game the other day while going to sleep But like all my good ideas, I can't remember it past I had a good idea Thanks Teniel
1: <laughs> That is gorgeous
0: Hmm, well and, that happened, and a bit you too real, in. honestly. I I was so yes, yeah, so i am taking the piss a bit, but that happened to me literally the last three nights. Yeah, yeah. I'll get into bed and I'll start writing a game in my head and then forget about it.
1: It happens too often, and we we miss out. We miss out on so much
0: money. Luke, good old Luke, beardy noise writes in Ainsley Harriet's racing chariots. <laughs> now this this is just rhyming. It is. I'm not sure whether there's a great game here or whether this is a funny thing to say.
1: Now, Ainsley Harriet, mm-hmm. renowned for that gift of him pouring oil in a pan,
0: yes, and doing that thing with his face, <laughs> and doing
1: a god awful thing with his face. Yeah, um, I think that what you've got there is essentially like you got you got a gladiatorial arena with your chariots whirling round, mm-hmm. but everything is slippery because of the olive oil. Ah
0: can i can i yes Andrew. Oh,
1: please because i had no idea where i was
0: going from there (laughs) ainsley harriet's at the marriott oh i see so he's staying at at the the, the hotel but he's got his big his big suitcases full of oil Mm -hmm. uh, and he's dripping them all over the place there's lots of oil slicks Uh, but imagine indoor chariot racing imagine the terror of a horse trapped indoors (laughs) having to race
1: and random marriott as well they're not big buildings
0: well, they're bigger than most. You don't get a lot of indoor horse racing. No, I'm sorry. What I'm saying is like they're,
1: they're, they're, they're a large external footprint, but inside mm. they're packing as many rooms in as possible.
0: I really, I'd really like there to be like an elevator section,
1: <laughs> where the where the, the the thumping music stops for muzak, yeah. and then yeah. as soon as the door opens, happens again, and it's like an <laughs> old lady pushed against the door with a horse head.
0: I re- and, and, like, and like normally in that trope the lift goes up and everyone's like completely still or like just looking up at the numbers and it's kind of awkward no
1: she's screaming
0: yeah also you've got a horse with greased feet on a metal floor <laughs> and it's like it can't purchase so like it's like it's, so, it's sort of it's trying to like get its elbows or I guess knuckles it's, it's awful fingers yeah yeah it's awful fingers it's, it's, it's trying to brace itself against the sides of the lift that woman's probably dead yeah
1: she is just mincemeat
0: Um, and, and you there, I don't don't even, actually, sorry, there's a chariot.
1: Oh, God. Well, that's, that's kind of, like, bracing it a little, isn't it?
0: A little. I don't think you could get a chariot and two, well, one horse, I think, inside a hotel lift, but I'd like to try. Oh, they do
1: special lifts for that.
0: Okay, yeah, that's what, that's what the cargo lifts are for, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I figure this is a, um, this is a board game?
1: It's a roll and write. It's a
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's roll and write?
1: So, it depends on the game, but a roll and write basically is you chuck some dice, mm-hmm. and then that lets you write stuff down. Okay. So imagine at the very very simple end of it, bingo is a roll
0: and write. Okay.
1: So if you roll an eighty-eight, you write eighty-eight. You know, circle okay. eighty-eight. you you got eighty-eight. Um,
0: oh, and you're checking off things. You you're, like, you're yeah, trying to roll. But like, numbers.
1: there's certain roll and writes where you you roll special dice and it goes okay. You've got a piece of straight track for your train, a uh, river, okay. and a bridge. Well, that means right, I can put okay. those three things together. But sometimes you're like, well, I've got two bits of straight track and a piece of water
0: and a greasy horse. And so I've like got it. to put
1: that down somewhere mm. and hope that I roll enough to get round it or over it next turn.
0: I really like the idea that you have to you, you have to build this. So a bit like um, oh, it's called the duck game. Or there's a, 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 a ultimate chicken horse. Oh I yeah. Think. So you have to build a platform. Huh? And then you have to complete the platform. But round one, you're building a race course. You're yes. building a greased hotel.
1: Well, no, that's that's why I say it's a roll and write because uh, you're constantly going along these like corridors that you're mm. putting down with the dice, and some um, and, you, and, and, you've and you've the dice have and the dice have problems on them as well.
0: I like I like to think it's a it's a a more metatextual version of that scene from uh, Wallace and Gromit where Gromit is laying track in front of the train as it goes. Yes. That, but you have to build the game as you go, and if your horse ever overtakes you, it dies,
1: <laughs> and you are buried in its grave.
0: I like to <laughs> like, like, and we don't really explain why it says that, and then like we make a lot of weird allusions to the Reaper and the Void <laughs> and the Outer Darkness that exists beyond the game space. But the box is <laughs>
1: like, <that's> just, the <laughs> box is just like a, a perfect like Roman looking chariot. But it's Ainsley Harriet's face in the chariot, but it's doing that GIF artifacting. <laughs> and that's it. And the back oh, the back yeah. of the box is just like really cheerful, like a roll and right
0: um hotel
1: simulator.
0: Can I What I'd like to do is have the front really cheerful and when you lift the box lid off and te- and like and like take out the Take out the board bits. Mm. At the bottom, there's the GIF artifact. Okay. there. We never mention it.
1: A second piece of adding to that. Mm -hmm. You know how when you lift the top off of an Apple product, it's meant to go very slowly? Yeah. Because that's part of the experience. Right Right, now, imagine that the edges of the box are like that. Do you know those statues made out of paper that you can extend the head of infinitely? Oh, God. It's that. And you just lift it up and the box just gets longer.
0: It just keeps going. and long,
1: It just keeps going, and you have to like tear it apart to get in. But <laughs> it's just like no, 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 no.
0: I I really like and like, I like I like the because normally like the 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 thing that is normal but is but is insidiously creepy. They normally go quite hard at the creepy quite early. Mm. I never want to marry the two. Like I want no resolution. I want yep. the fact that, that outside the game space lies death and obliteration. That is true, and Ainsley knows this and is scared.
1: And like, there's two extra dice in the box that are black and have half skulls and half thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Not Never used. Explained.
0: You know the um, you know at the bo- uh, on the on the bottom like underneath the box of um Risk Legacy. It says, "Do not open this envelope." Yes. Ever. It's got one of those, but there's nothing inside. Yeah, or or you open it and it's just it's just a black handprint saying we know. But it's,
1: no, no, it's, it's a very small metal lock box <laughs> the, like is padlocked and welded shut. That's it.
0: And inside that is the date of your mother's birth.
1: <laughs> no, it's the date of I, my mother's birth. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah.
0: No, so I, I think it's, the day the, it's, it's whoever opens the box. It's not just Karen Taylor's birthday. Well, I
1: think one of those is a lot easier to pull off.
0: That's true. It would work for you, but you know about it.
1: Yes, but it would also just be a date to everybody else.
0: I think I think we're kind of getting away. Um, I think we
1: just made the world's best board game.
0: I think it's brilliant, and I really like the way that it's that it's weird, and there's bits that aren't used in there. Mm-hmm. I think there's like there's too much there's too much. Please understand everything. Games are too easy to understand these games. They, they like, genuinely these days. are. We need we need some inscrutability and and mysticism back in our games. So why don't t- give me give me another suggestion because we can't discover the first one we made.
1: So you want some mysticism?
0: Um, I'll, I'll take what you got. But yeah, give me some mysticism.
1: Okay, okay. We featured some some of this this creator's work before. Darren Kumker. Seriously, who keeps covering James McAvoy's dog in jam? the sequel <laughs> I just wanted to mention that because for two reasons one because they very nicely told us how to pronounce their surname thank you mm. um, and also because I love the concept of just like James McAvoy being really upset like come
0: on again come on. Uh, ah jinx! <laughs> I like the idea that it's, this, this is more of a Phoenix Wright game and you play James McAvoy trying to find it out
1: <laughs> and then bring them to justice
0: Okay, but no, I don't. I don't think that's like I I love the idea of a sequel. I don't think that's going to be our. No, that's entirely fair. But I just wanted to say thank you for. Okay, so give me.
1: So this is this is this is this is probably the best one that I've seen this week. Okay, Uh, this is from John Nexus the Duck Mm -hmm. on Twitter, Mm -hmm. Slamming World. Once a week, the Slimming World meeting turns into a fight club. (laughs) (laughs) That is astonishing.
0: That's so funny, John.
1: It's so good. Oh. So yeah, you've got this kind of everybody's just sitting there, mm-hmm. and like there's one, but there's there's a couple of people just kind of blithely, you know, having a little chatter, but everybody yeah. else is gripping their chairs tight, mm-hmm. and they know what's coming. And who <laughs> are veterans? Yeah, and then the couple that are talking just go, "Why is every oh god, oh god, it's Thursday, it's happening, it's happening," and then begins the weigh-in. Where they're Cat- sorted into their weight categories. Nice. So you've got you you sort everybody into their weight categories from I guess triple bantam to, mm-hmm. uh, to truck. I don't know.
0: I'd like to I'd like to make this into a into a team based deathmatch most dangerous game. Okay. In that in the the room itself weighs them.
1: Oh, like a um, like a like cargo a, wire um, yeah, for the trucks. Like
0: a, like, like where you weigh whales. At a weighbridge. Yes. Um, and the more weight you've lost, the more useful you are, because that means you can get more players on your team.
1: I, I fear that we've already done this.
0: Oh, God, that's true. That's the zoo fight game. That's the
1: zoo fight game, Grant.
0: But now it's just with slightly overweight people.
1: Yeah, no, this, no, this needs to be... Okay, like...
0: okay, sorry, yes, yes, yes. Uh, scratch that, we go back. It's just straight, it's, it's from Bantam to ford truck
1: yeah mac truck because yeah. it sounds better um okay but it's it's like real grim dirty fight club
0: mm mm-hmm. mhm you know like manhunt yeah
1: like but no no weapons you're not allowed weapons this is all fists but it's clawing you know
0: Mm, fish hooks
1: yeah that's that's that sort of those mm-hmm. sort of actions you've got for is your character is
0: more padded
1: no but like the okay. pillars are
0: right okay cool
1: because otherwise they'd be corners, and that's unfair. Yeah, yeah. But like, so it's it's a fair playing field. That's that's the thing about this. Yeah. It, is, it is genuinely fair.
0: What is it for? Is it like Fight Club rules? So it's fought it's fought to tap. No. Okay.
1: It is fought to knockout. Mm-hmm. Or five minutes. Okay. There is a timer. Right. And the person who can stand up the longest at the end, of <laughs> <laughs> five minutes. Like, the person who looks physically the best... Yeah. ...wins.
0: Now, what has this got to do with Slimming World? Because what we've done is just organise a fight club with unwilling members. Now,
1: do you remember the film Fight Club?
0: I do remember the film Fight Club. I believe we're not supposed to talk about it, but go on.
1: Correct, that is a joke from the film. Um,
0: thank you. Well done, and get that 20-year gag in there.
1: Remember, friend computer doesn't like you. Shut up. Go on. <laughs> um, so there's there's a very in, there's a very nice bit of Fight Club when they're not actually at Fight Club, um, where Tyler and um, Jack the are yeah. sitting in so they're sitting in the bathroom,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they're talking about Fight Club and they're arguing about who they'd fight if they could fight anyone. Right. Yeah. Um, and that scene ends with a really interesting piece of narration where they talk about like Fight Club became the reason that you cut your fingernails, right? Um, and they're talking it's essentially this this thing about dedication and mm-hmm. life change that's really interesting. Became in the, the thing you were doing, yeah. It became who they were. Mm-hmm. So these people live
0: for Thursdays mm, for Slamming World.
1: So they're going to they're going to slim down because they're stronger. Mm like this the problem with with a lot of slimming groups is that what it is is it's a social event
0: yeah and it's and it's a, it's a shared you know how it helps you helps you share um yeah, yes but support
1: in a lot of cases especially with um like slim fast groups and things like that a lot of people don't want to leave the group makes sense they've made friends there and <laughs> they want that weekly mm. stability so they actually don't lose as much weight as they could mm. whereas if the whole point is that you're getting to level two, which is mm. slamming club. Mm. Then they're going to lose weight in seconds.
0: What also, if you're ejected, if you don't lose enough weight, yeah. like the Biggest Loser rules.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, well, you're ejected for a certain amount of time because you're hospitalised.
0: That's the other thing.
1: Um, but then I mean, you, have just, you have to just you have to get, get it back, you know. Yeah, you got to get yeah. back in there. Yeah, and it's about essentially uh, conditioning and brainwashing these people until mm-hmm. all they are is warriors. And they lose some weight.
0: Okay, so this is Fight Club? Yeah. Okay. But with
1: a better name and a funnier setup.
0: Steve Online writes <laughs> in. Final Fantasy hyphen final brackets revised. All caps, final dot doc.
1: So I'm fairly sure that that is... That is what's the, the name of the person who made Final Fantasy? I, I assume they did. It's been going for fucking ever. Yeah, it was um, Nez. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's their, uh, their dissertation for university.
0: Oh, I see. So that actually outlines. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're playing their college years.
1: On. Um, yeah. And what happens is that they, they submit that the, uh, professor goes, Oh, don't know where that must've been corrupted. Nothing happened. And they, the professor then goes on to make a, the franchise final fantasy.
0: This seems like a film, not a game. It
1: does. doesn't It, it feels like a film. Mm. I think it'd be a good mm-hmm. film. I don't know about that. Okay, so Isaac Betty, Bootleggers and Minotaurs, the game of roaring twenties gangsters smuggling hooch through a labyrinth full of mythological monsters.
0: I like it when wise guys have to fight monsters. Why ya yeah, uh, hey, Why ya hey, don't don't bring your hands over here. I'm walking here. So I really like my favourite bit of the Arkham Horror board game. Um, which you've recently played? Uh, I, I played the card game recently, oh, yes. which was which which was cracking. Really liked really it. Really solid game. Yeah, really enjoyed it. But the board game, which Chris and I used to play back in university, my real favourite part was when it was over and I could just talk to my friend Chris. Mm-hmm. But my favourite part during the game was when I would magically enchant some dynamite, light it with my cigar, and be like, "Hey, Yagsasath put this up your pipe and smoke it," um, and blow him up with some magically enchanted dynamite. Yes. Because I was playing, I would inevitably play a gangster. Obvs um, and I thought that was a very fun, funny thing to do. Having that, having that sort of juxtaposition of like, like these guys are big and violent and boisterous and like make an impact on the world, and then you have like they're used to being in charge, and then you have the nightmare creatures from the dark between the stars who don't understand anything about that.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting because like the twenties is roughly the crit time for standard Lovecraftian horror. Mm-hmm. Tommy guns. Classic staple of Lovecraftian horror. Mm-hmm. Why not bring the two great tastes together?
0: Yeah, for sure. So you've got a labyrinth, and I'm figuring the labyrinth is... So I know I know they said minotaurs. I think minotaurs are going to be part of it. Sure. But...
1: Maybe one minotaur, but it, there's going to be, like, harpies and that.
0: Okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to take this in a weird direction. All right. All right. Each town... Is uh, so alternate, alternate history. And I, it sounded like you had an idea. We can come back to you. No, no, that's fine. Fine. Alternate history America plagued by all sorts of crazy shit in the wilderness. Wendigo, um, I, I don't know. When did he go? Oh, nice. Thanks. Um, foxes, but they're fire elementals. Um, a dog with a gun. Shit. Um, birds that hate you. That sort of thing. All kinds of Cats weird things. Cats
1: that can monsters.
0: think. Cats that can think. Or you just like a fish with legs? What's going on with oh. that? Um, That's and... actually
1: a real Lovecraftian monster.
0: Well, not really surprised. Has, has it got a big mouth?
1: They've got deep ones.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, I suppose it is just a it's big a fish, fish with legs. Fish really... legs. Yeah. Um, so, um, to protect themselves, mankind has built labyrinths around their cities. Okay. So each city is surrounded by this labyrinth, which means that. They keep monsters out,
1: but they get stuck in the smart. labyrinth.
0: Yeah, the monsters aren't smart enough to work their way around, and humans are smart enough to work their way through. Mm-hmm. And there's maybe some mysticism going on there. Sure. Travel between between cities is difficult and challenging, uh, and also like illegal. Like you like you have to have certain um, what's the word permits. To to move between well, these things I mean, there's sort of like, it's sort of weird martial law I mean, possibly so like you... you
1: could do things like the permits let you fly like in planes or whatever over the yeah. labyrinths. So sure. the only like the, the only the only way you can get anything in and out in a clandestine manner is through the labyrinth.
0: Precisely, very smart. I like it. So you play rum runners because it is the twenties and they're still banned alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um... So, you're playing rum runners or um, g- gin bootleggers or what have you, driving hell for leather through a nightmare hellscape labyrinth chased by Key.
1: Oh, so you actually got cars and, like, motorbikes with sidecars. Mm-hmm. But they're all, they're like, the anthill mob-style car.
0: Like that... The, the sort of fast 1920s car we're all thinking about. Yes.
1: Them, yes. Th- those ones from The Great Gatsby.
0: Yeah, those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so you've got things like you've got magic abilities mm-hmm. but they're very rare and you can do things like oh i'm g- i'm going to throw a mortar of cocktail at this at this um elder creature or i'm i'm going to hit this elder creature with my car
1: yeah so you're screaming through this at like 60 miles an hour this isn't like creeping
0: yeah. no 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 i like that maybe, and like maybe there's some bits you have to creep along but what you're doing is isn't that, wasn't that that film the maze runner or what have you there
1: was one of those yeah but that was, like that, that, that was kids.
0: Yeah, like that. But grown-ups, or at least young men and mm-hmm. women, um, in souped-up 1930s cars, trying to get in, uh, like, passable gin into Chicago.
1: Yeah, and like... And, and so I'm imagining these cars, and mm-hmm. they're built They're built primarily for speed. Mm-hmm. And not for yeah. not for appearance. But they're yeah, also, because, because like... Because you can't fight the things? Yeah, they're also going to be not armoured, because that slows you down. Yeah. But they're going to be certain shapes, and they're going to have like steel plate where it would just be fascia. Mm-hmm. And so, what you get is a nineteen twenties post apocalyptic look. Mm. But they have all the time in the world and all the money in the world to build these things when they're in the bases, mm. when they're in, when they're in Chicago,
0: <laughs> and like when they get it's got it's got car in the name. That must be what it's for. Yeah, the. Uh... If you get successful then you've got this kind of art Deco style like yeah. like a long ass huge motor thing and
1: like you get the upgrade where your 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 car's enormous bonnet uh-huh. heats up from the engine so nothing can yeah. stand on it
0: yes yes I love it and it's
1: like but it's like this beautiful like gilt filigree. That glows mm. red and white in the right places to make the pattern look
0: beautiful as well. And and like and like once you've got that up, once you've got that upgrade, if you're going over a certain speed, you can choose to vent your um vent your engines and all and like you you drop down two speed categories, but a load of fire bursts out of your car.
1: Yes. Yeah. So it's the Great Gatsby versus Biaki. Yeah. yeah. Like so infinite money, it, gangsters, oh, labyrinth. Is
0: this is this a computer game?
1: No, no, this, no, you can like, you can do this um, uh, Gloomhaven style.
0: Yeah, I think so because like I don't think I don't think it would look good enough as a computer game to make it worth playing. No,
1: no, it would be like, we, too we certainly formulaic. Afford
0: that. Yeah. Whereas if if you have it as a as a board game and you're you're s- smashing these cars around a map, it's a board RPG. Yeah.
1: Like when you're in Chicago, there's no board.
0: Yeah, and it's 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 all about dealing and trying to make deals to get uh, to get better parts and more money and selling the creating and breaking bonds and betraying people
1: in the labyrinth,
0: setting up yeah, are there people who live in the labyrinth?
1: No, 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 but like saying yeah, we'll go with you, Mickey. Off you go. Uh, Hey,
0: no problem. It's a left ear, huh?
1: And then they die, and but they've been eaten by a dark young of earth.
0: Nothing but void down there, that's where Ainsley Harriet lives. <laughs>
1: His face goes <laughs> up
0: forever. Um, <laughs> I mean it's like you pick up the bottom of the box and it's just Ainsley Harriet's GIF artifacted face. <laughs> <on>. <laughs>
1: I think that's gorgeous. I can I see re- the cover. Like the yeah. the cover of the box is mostly headlights and bonnet. Mm-hmm. But you can see these kind of like tentacles trying to grip the car yeah and, then,
0: and there's there's uh, there's there's a woman in a sharply in a sharply tailored suit firing a tommy gun point blank into an amorphous mass
1: yeah and like a dude oh, just spring. holding out a sword like fucking knows where he nice. got a sword from like it's an affected cavalry saber but it's,
0: and like it's 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 useful yeah that's his thing oh, I really like that a lot I think that's, I think that's and makeable and, actually. And like, and like and like the idea of racing through like this sort of I know I know I fall back on on Dark Souls a lot but like the Anor Londo scale of shit like everything's far too big for
1: you yeah it's bonkers yeah it's oh, it's it, cool. it's essentially like as, as we've been using the Gatsby Gatsby Party in Car- in Carcosa you can have different maps oh, as expansions oh it's
0: Carcosa oh god that's good go, sorry I I made a, made a bit of a noise you did
1: didn't you that was quite an interesting noise you made there sorry um. But yeah, so like you have the you have the Carcosa expansion, of the Yogscast yeah. expansion,
0: yeah, Lang, yep, a bit boring, Lang maybe, but it's, it's pretty flat. How about it's I mean, it's a plateau. Mm-hmm. One question: How are the cops involved?
1: Well, they're in do there they too. Want, they're, but do they're they want in us like not
0: to be here. Sorry. Do they want us not to be here?
1: Yeah, because we're angering the... The great old ones,
0: yeah, and we're, we're luring them in, into Chicago.
1: Importantly, committing a fucking crime—that
0: is true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they're in—they're not in necessarily fast cars, but they're in safe ones.
0: Yeah, or like they're
1: in all um, of the all of the cars, gy- gyrocopters, all of the cars the smugglers use are open top, mm-hmm. so they can deal with problems for honor. Yes, but and also because it yeah. looks cooler. But like or, these yeah. are these are riot vans for the police. Mm-hmm
0: yeah and they're and they're like smashing through um dark young
1: yeah and they're like they're nowhere near as fast as the Run runners, but they're coming from both sides mm. and there's more of them
0: and they and they can like they can put harpoons in you or like yeah they, still they like, yeah, or like slow you down yeah
1: their stuff is slowing you down and if they if they ever physically stop you and you cannot mm. move forwards, you're caught
0: also. If you if you bought it's like you you'd, you'd have a you'd have a star wanted rating like in GTA mm. and at like four and five the police bring in wizards yeah and the wizards like and like he's he's pulling up walls ahead of you on like on like and like you can have a wizard you can do you can do things like summon ramp
1: well do not, not just that like he's he's they're using the the creatures of the labyrinth against you yeah so they they, they can put portals in next to um star vampires oh, and no. then port that into your engine block. And just break your radiator. Because <laughs> it just super heats.
0: Oh man. Like, but you go really fast for a little while. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, but it just like, it overloads everything. Or like. They just open a, a portal to Hyperborea. And Ithaca's wind blows through. Freezes the labyrinth. So you've got no oh, traction.
0: Man. Oh that's really cool. Yeah okay. So our game for this week is. <laughs> Uh, what? It's not really based on what? What was the? What was the? What was the? Uh, suggestion?
1: You suggested it, mate. I don't even know who said it.
0: No, no, no it, was the, it was a labyrinth, and uh, yeah, so it was it was Isaac Betty, Isaac Betty, bootleggers yes. and minotaurs. Uh, I think we need to call it something a bit sexier, and and at least use the word Cthulhu twice in the title. Just just for them. the
1: Kickstarter dollar.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, Car of Cthulhu.
1: Chicago, to reuse of your Cthulhu. joke.
0: Thank you. It wasn't good the first time. No,
1: but I said it. <laughs> but like, I know the joke.
0: <laughs> I feel like you've learned it in some ironic way. Thank you. We need a name. I'll cut this down okay. so, so, so we sound smarter. Let's have a think for a name. I cut out seven minutes of audio here.
1: I, I literally have nothing.
0: Fuck it. We'll call it Call of Cthulhu.
1: Call of Cthulhu.
0: Fuck it. Fuck you and fuck this. Fuck. Thank you every for every
1: possible thing if you can. <laughs> Thank you for this. Fuck your GM <laughs> on us.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to this very warm and confused episode of R2 Dice Friends. Uh, the court, the game for this week is Call of Cthulhu, which by default uh, now. Now I th- now I think of it. Isn't that already a game?
1: Shit, I'm gonna Google that. No,
0: no, no. Sorry, that's that, that's the Fast and the faggin'.
1: That's yeah, so Google much that. clever, cleverer than what we did.
0: Well, that's because it's set in the modern day.
1: I can't spell Cthulhu.
0: Well, you don't need to. It's Carthulhu. It's
1: it's not it's not popping out.
0: Great. Okay. Cool. We've got it. There's Cthulhu Get 500. It. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah, but that's like the Indy 500.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine, fine, fine. I'll... Our game is Call of Cthulhu. You are sassy 1920s mobsters driving hell for leather through a labyrinth, and you have to get gin uh, away from wizard cops and bayakis so you can have a martini. Sound good? Gorgeous. Board game? No, like Broomhaven. Gloomhaven, huge, huge, cooperative, GMless. Kingdom
1: Death Monster, 508 pounds of box. Mm hmm. it's going to be full beautiful. 3D
0: printed labyrinth.
1: Yep. That's different every time you
0: play. Whoa! Thank you for listening to Hearty Dice Friends. My name is Grant Howard. This is Christopher Taylor. If you've enjoyed what you listen to, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Hearty Dice Friends, give us some cash, come and hang on the Discord. It's nice. I should also like to, like to thank Nick Seatman for his theme tune. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is lovely. I, it's great. I hope you enjoyed it. Also it's, it's does the, the, the bit in the middle. Yeah. Th- thank you, Nick, for all of the music in the episode. Yes. Um... If you want to ask us a question, you can come to HDF Podcast on Twitter or send us an email. And if you don't know the address, I'm sure you can find it out. You're smart. Good looking, too. And hey. Tall. Hey, how you doing? I am so warm. Oh, how brain, about you?
1: My brain, it's it's fallen out of me like too much custard.
0: Cool. Well, goodbye, everyone. Good- we love you. Goodbye. Have a great weekend. Week? Week. Wild. Bye.
1: Bye.